was posted yesterday. The story begins with a woman <coughs> by the name of uh, Yenta, Bela, Sasha, Dvosha. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, endeavors to deliver Shalachmanas. The couple opens a door, they say, we absolutely do not want to accept. We are not interested in what you have there. We don't want to see not you, not your Shalachmanas. And um, she knocks them both to the ground. She says, I'm coming in. She makes her way in, puts the Shalachmanas on the table and storms off and leaves. And our Shaila was, um, was she supposed to do that? Was she supposed to do that? So we have a fascinating discussion about Shalachmanas. It's all on one paper over here. We're going to discuss a number of reasons behind the mitzvah and based on that many differences in practical circumstances and we'll come across some, some interesting information. So we begin with number one. Number one is a psak of the Ramon, of the great Moshe Yisrael in Hilchus Purim. He says, first of all, yesh lich monas, you got to send them by day. Veloi belayla, not at night. And that's from the Rosh in the beginning of Megillah. We're going to come back to what's the source of that din. Continues the Ramah. Ve'im sholeyach monas l'reyehu. If you send monas to your friend, v'hu e'no doitsa l'kablom, and he's absolutely not interested, does not want them, oi moicholoi, or he says, you know, I would love to have them, but I'd rather you have it, his moichol, either way, yotsa your yotsa. So that I'm more paskins clearly that the recipient doesn't have to receive, you just have to try and give, you offer, if you offer, your yotsa, whether the guy takes it or not. So we go to number two. This is a well-known chsam seifer. <coughs> Straight to number two. Ve'im sholeach nichtiv b'tzidoi. This was written on just the side of his shulchan aruch, chsam seifer. Ayin dinim elu. Check up these laws. Mashakosav haprichadosh. Do you know what the prichadosh said about this psak of the Ramah? The prichadosh, the b'chizkiyah di silva was one of the Sfadish Gedolim in the latter half of the 1600s. He dies, unfortunately, a young man before the age of 40. And he, was, uh, he became infamous in Eretz Yisrael while he was alive because he undermined many of the Psokim of Rabbi Yosef Kaira. How did he undermine them? Not with disrespect, but the very fact that he had the audacity to argue put him in hot water. We spoke about that in the past. But either way, the pre-Chodosh writes on this Psak of the Ramah, he writes just a couple words. Tema zeminayin loy. How does Ramon know? How does Ramon know that all you have to do is offer? Maybe the recipient needs to receive. Mishloyach manas, you know, it takes two to tango. How does Ramon know? So that's all the Prichadash has to say. You know, often he, uh, he gets involved in discussion, he writes sources. Here it's just a one liner, clearly demonstrating his view that he disagrees with the Ramon, and you do need to have a recipient. Look in the Tshuvas of Chsam Soifer, Chaim Sim, and Kuf Tzadik Vav. Oh. So let's go. We're in the in number two, the end of the first line. Shom Kosav. There the Chsam Soifer writes, Al Divrea Prichodosh. She Pikpik, Al Haramah, the Prichodosh has an issue with the Ramah. 
Shepasak that the Ramah says, Shim Sholach Monus If you send them to your friend, Veloy Avalakabal, and your friend said, No, Ich will nicht. But Ki Machaloy, because he was Michael. It's funny. When Ramah writes to Allah, he gives two circumstances A, if the guy doesn't want, B, if he's Michael. Lavdavka, both of those cases, you know, really are in the same ballpark. They could be quite different, as we will see. But Ramah says, Yotzi uh, Dechavosoy, the Kosova Prichodosh, the Prichodosh responds, Where does Ramah get this from? That you could just offer it. Maybe the guy needs to receive. So says the Chsam Sefer, Hine, there's a Sefer called Karben Nesanel, Nesanel Weil, who was a Rav in Germany couple hundred years ago, in Parakama de Megillah, in the first Parak of Megillah, it's a commentary on the Rosh. The Karban Asan is a very important Sefer. Heishiv, and he responds on the Prichadosh, from a Shast and a Dorim Daf Samach Gimel Beis. It's a Mishnah. If I take a vow upon myself, either to prohibit myself to your possessions, or vice versa, in the Dorim there's a law that I could prohibit you to my possessions. Just like I could make an item of mine hectish, a sanctifier, and no one can have benefit, I can also direct the prohibition to one individual. It's a funny halacha, but that's the way it is. So, here's the thing. If I say that I don't want any anah between me and you, unless you give me XYZ, or unless you give my kid ABC, I have the right to come and say, you know what? Michael! You know, I made this whole shtudum because I wanted you to give me something. I have the right to say, it's like I got it. I thought I needed it. I don't need it anymore. We're good. In other words, by saying that I'm okay without it, it's as if you received it, and therefore the nether is off. So the, the carbon asanal says, ah, that's the pshat and the ramah, finished. The prichadosh kasha has been answered, it's been laid to rest. Michael. Good question. We're not the first one, yeah. But at least the Michael case, at least the Michael case, we have a source from this Gemara in the Torah. The Yachol Lahatu Nidra, you could be Matu Yoned without a Chacham. When do you need a Chacham? If the Ned Mamash has full force, but you need the Chacham to find up as a loophole, you go to a Chacham. Here there's no loophole. If you said, I don't want any benefit between the two of us, unless you give me a certain gift, I have off the bat, I have the right to say, you know what, I woke up this morning. I'm happy without it. It's like I got it. Loima, you could say, I got it. So too, here's the same thing. Says the Korban Asanel to defend the Ramah from the Prichadosh. And the Ramah is good to go. Says the Chsam Soifer, not so fast. Let me tell you something. The Korban Asanel apparently missed Iran. Rabbeinu Nisim. Who quotes from Yerushalmi over there, Davchav Dalut, Demayri Bistam. That case, this is a little bit just tangential, but just reading because it's in the Chsam Soif, it's not really the Iker discussion, but he says, in the case where I want to ban any benefit between the two of us, what it boils down to is like this. If I care that I should receive the gift, then I can say, you know what, it's like I got it. But let's say the vow was, I want you to give. Not about me receiving, but I want you to give. Then until you give, you haven't given. That's the difference. That's what Yushalmi says. Let us read this inside. Mm-hmm. 
if it's about the covet of the Makabal, then the Makabal has the right to say, listen, it was all about my honor to receive. I'm good with I'm perfect without it. There is no I'm not missing it. I'm fine without it, and therefore it's good to go. But if it's about the person giving, if the receiver is Michael, the giver hasn't given. That's what the Ran says. If 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 it was all about the giver and that the giver will have honor to give to the other person, Loi Mahani, it's not gonna help if the other guy says, I really killed this Kabalti. So the Chsam Seifer says, wait a second, that din, the carbon Asano, brings to our attention, is not so posh. It depends what the, the circumstance, what the, di- the, the dynamics are. If it's all about the recipient, he has the right to say, it's like I received. If it's about the giver, you have to give. Oh, so says the Chsam Seifer, now I understand the Prichadosh's kasha on the Ramah. When the Prichadosh says, how does the Ramah know, you know what the Prichadosh meant? How does the Ramon know the underpinnings of Shalach Monas? How does he know to say it's about the recipient? And therefore the recipient could just be Michael. Maybe it's about the giver and the giver has to give. Okay, that's the first thing some Sefer says. He's about to flip it, but so far so good. The Imkain, Yofa Kosova Prichadash. Now I understand. The Prichadash wrote three words, but you know what the Prichadash really meant? The Prichadosh knew the Gemara in the Dorim that the Karban Asanos quoted. The didn't forget about it, not, and, didn't fi- and, the, and the Prichadosh, Fakert, the Prichadosh knew about the Yerushalmi, he knew about the Ran, he knew it's not so simple. And therefore he says, Minole, how does the Ramah know the Kavanas Mesakni Mishleich Monas that when Mordechai and his Bezim, when they made the Mitzvah Shalach Monas, it was Lutzerich HaMeshaleach or Lutzerich Misha Nishlach Loi. How do you know it's about the sender or about the recipient? Well, so at, we're, we're, we'll, we'll address that. Mirza Shem, when we reach the Rebbe Kivegir number five, we will address that. So at this point, the Chsam Seifer has said something which you can forget about because we're going to flip it. But at this point, the Chsam Seifer has said, based on the rules of Nadorim, if it's about the recipient, the recipient can say, it's as if I got it. If it's about the giver, the giver has to give. Right? And if the recipient didn't take it, the fact is the giver didn't give. But now he's going to flip it. He's going to flip it. And this is really where the sugi starts. says I found two reasons for Mishleach Manas. We're going to discuss two more. He discusses two reasons. One of them is from the Trumas Hadeshin. The true Masadeshin Rabbi Yisrael Isolan was one of the end end of the Rishonim. He passes away in the 1400s, and uh, in Austria, Kosav he writes like this: The true Masadeshin says, "You know why you give Shalach Manus? Because everyone needs to have a big meal for Purim." Who says your neighbor has everything he needs? Maybe he's missing some candy corn. He's missing up as a little bottle of Kedem grape juice. You got to give it to him to make sure that there's nothing missing by his pudding meal. That's what the, we're going to see the Trumas Adeshin inside in just a moment. But the, in fact, you know, let's do it right now. Look at number three. Join me in number three. This is the Trumas Adeshin itself. Shiloh, he has a question. As is well known, the Trumas Adeshin wrote his own questions. B'nei Adam hasholchim l'chaveireyem b'purim. Those that sent to their friends Chalukim v'sadinim v'kahai gavna. You know, sometimes you get shalach mana, someone sends you a beautiful tray or something. The main, the main gift is a gift. 
and there happens to be, you know, a little, uh, a little hamantash or a little thing just to be yoytz to the food. The shayla is, who said you need the food? Just give the gift. And we're going we're gonna to come back, but let's see, the truma sadeshin is the first one pretty much to raise the issue of can you send non-food items? And we're going to see some achleikas. The truma sadeshin, though, is going to be very clear about his opinion. Yoytzim ay yoytz or not? Tshuva. Yiroh, it seems to me, says the truma sadeshin, ain't yoytzim behen. You're not yoytzim. Why? Venerate because the time, you know why you send Shalach Monas? You know why you give Shalach Monas? To make sure that nobody's lacking anything by the Purim so that everyone should have everything they desire. Now, how does he know? This is a big Hiddish. The Gemara in Megillah, we're in number three. Megillah Zayin Amad Beis quotes a story. In the Gemara, the story is quite ambiguous, and the Rishonim have a major debate what it means. It says, Abaye Barovin, Vrav Chanina Barovin, say brothers, have Machalfim Sudosayu, they would exchange their meals, Bahadodi, with each other, Venofki Baachin, through that they would be Yitzimishloyachmanus. That's the end of the quote. The simple reading of the Gemara is both of them would make a meal, and they would send it to each other, right? So they would do, because Shalach Monas is you only have to send to one person, two types of food to one person, and that's how they were Yoytzeh. I will tell you that Rashi has a very strange pshat on this. Rashi learns one year Abaye Barovin would invite, would invite his brother of Hanina to join him, and the next year of Hanina would ask his brother to come to him. Which means when Abaya had his brother Rav Chanina, Rav Chanina did not give Shalach Monas, and so to the year after. So everybody asks on Rashi, what's he talking about? You have to give Shalach Monas every year, how could they do this? So the Morgan Avram seems to understand that according to Rashi, you know what the reason of Shalach Monas is? You're so excited with your Simchas Purim and your meal that you want to share it with other people. So you're only chayv in Shalach Monas if you're making a Suda. According to which many hold Bachram are potter from Shalach Monas. Yeah, there are places who say. Some say they're also potter from Ner Hanukkah as well. But uh, Shalach Monas, because the reason would be you're only chayv to give Shalach Monas if you're making a meal. What's the logic? Because the mitzvah is that if you're having such a big party, it should overflow. You should send it to others. And Arai is from the Sefer HaChinuch. I'm sorry, we're getting a little bit lost here. But the Sefer HaChinuch writes about a mitzvah by the Korban Pesach. You can't, when you make a group to eat the Korban Pesach, you all have to eat it together. You can't take from the meat outside the house, outside of the designated area. It's awesome. You can't take it out of the house. The Sefer HaChinuch says why. He says, philosophically, Someone who struggles financially, and one day, you know, they yeah, they have a huge, huge party. They're so excited. It's a chiddush. It's there's, you know, it's it's like a new reality that they just want to share their simcha with so many people. The night of Pesach, if we're going to send the meat to others and let people join, you know, send it to others, it's as if we're showing that wow, we're so excited that we finally have all this flesh in the house, we've got to share it with other people. The night of Pesach, we have to feel like truly free men, kings. A king never sends his food out of the house. Somebody who this is, you know, oh, I can't believe there's so much food over. I've never had this before. You know, you want to share the news with others. But someone who is a stately aristocrat, a king, 
doesn't have to do, doesn't go down that path, doesn't share with others. And therefore, the Abishtah wants the night of Pesach, display yourself as a king, you know. This, this should be like, you know, the, the royalty that you're feeling should be a given, should be normal. You shouldn't feel a need to have to display it and share it with others. That's how the Sefer HaChinuch learns that mitzvah. So bringing that logic over here, when you're so excited on Purim, that you just want to, it overflows and you want to share it with others, right? You want to share it with others. And therefore, the mitzvah is only if you are making a meal. And therefore, Rashi learns that one year, Rav Hanina had Abaya. So Rav Hanina made the meal. He shared it with Abaya. That was his Shalach Monas. Abaya came. He gave him a plate of food. That was his Shalach Monas. I, Abaya, Barovan, didn't give Shalach Monas that year. He didn't have to. He wasn't making a meal. Right. So that, and if that's how Rashi, that's a whole thing on its own. But the true Masadeshan learns, no. He probably learns Bapashtas that every year they would send each other their meals. Casseroles. You know? Exactly. I made this, you made that, let's share. <coughs> but what he what he deduces from the Gemara is that you see that Shalach Monas is all about providing somebody else for a meal. Alma the time it's all about the meal. And therefore he says you can't send scarves, you can't send clothes, and uh, not food. Food, food and only food. Continues the Truma Sadeshan. Vasur near it seems to me further. What? Somebody sent me a chest set. Doesn't count? There must have been some uh, Hamantash lying somewhere in between the, you know. <laughs> you have to exactly. <laughs> what about booze? A drink is fine. You could send two drinks. Yeah. And then grape juice is good. You could send two drinks. Two different brachas? No, no. Not even that. It doesn't have to be too kind. You could food. You could send two chocolate bars. Why is everyone with two brachas? It's a misconception, but I, I have an explanation for it. No, no, no. I have, I have a, a chat that I came up with a couple years ago where it came from. It's actually might come up in number seven. We'll see if we get there. Remind me when we get there. Anyhow, v'su nida. He says further, the you know what the word monas means? Food, elamidi demechli, only food oidemishti. Like you have by uh, Elkanah, who send monas, right, with uh, his, his two wives, Pnina and Chana, uses the word monas about food. Food or drink, either or, that's a mana. She can't send other items. V'chein diktak harambam bolshoyna, says the Trumas Adesha, look in the Rambam. Shekos of the Rambam says, Yechayev to send two monas shalbosser, right, you could send two types of meat, or... Yeah, even even they're both flesh, I feel. Like. So everybody asks, and then whatever you send, the guy could just cut it in half. Maybe we'll get back to that as well. But two cooked foods, or any two types of food. You could a liquid a drink is fine as well. But what is the Rambam right by matonis levyonim? He says money or mine macholim. By matonis levyonim, the Rambam says cash. Or food. By Mashloyach Monas, there's no cash option. Only food. Alma, what do you see from here? It's black and white. The Gabi Mishloyach Monas, Sover, the Rambam most clearly, Dafka Midi Demichli, only food. Food, food, and only food. So that's the opinion of the Trumas Adeshan. And he, he says that's the opinion of the Rambam. He feels this is Pshat in that Gemara and Megillah with the two brothers that invited each other over. But either way, the Trumas Adeshan clearly holds what's the purpose of Shalach Monas. To ensure people have what to eat to make their Sudas Purim and Simchas Purim all the merrier. So go back to the Chsam Sofer number two. We're on the beginning of the left column. He quotes the Trumas Adeshen that should be Harvachal Bali Simchas. Everyone should have extra food. Oh, 
according to this, let me just say it quickly outside, then we'll see it inside, not to get confused. The Chassam Sefer is going to say like this. According to the Trumas Hadeshin, it's all about making sure someone has what to eat. The guy has to accept. We'll see in a minute why. But there's another reason for Shalach Monas that he quotes from Reb Shloime El Kabatz. Reb Shloime El Kabatz was one of the great, great Kabbalists in the 1500s. His family were from, from Spain. He grows up in Saloniki in Greece. He learns in the big, big yeshiva there. Rabbi Yosef Taitachak had a major, major, he was a legendary Rosh Yeshiva. He wouldn't even go home at night. He would sleep in the back. He would put a little bench, sleep for four hours, and then get up. The Reish Chochma speaks about the saintliness of Rabbi Yosef Taitachak. So he had this legendary Yeshiva. They say Rabbi Yosef Cairo learned there when he was younger. The Alshech, Rabbi Shloim El Kabatz. I mean, that was the place, the place to be. Rabbi Shloim El Kabatz then spent some time in Turkey with Rabbi Yosef Kaira, the famous Shvua story. And then ultimately he goes to Tzvas with Rabbi Yosef Kaira as well. Rabbi Shloim El Kabatz wrote a sefer on the Megillah, Monois Halevi. And it's mamish, it's like a must learn. The, the chidushim that he has and the, the, the people that he quotes from, so many Sfardish Gedolim that we almost know nothing about. And he quotes from them, and he discusses, he elaborates, he argues, mamish, every single nuance, the huge sefer on the Megillah. You know, it's, it's unbelievable sefer. And he wrote it for his shver. He wrote it as a gift for a father-in-law. Some say it was Shalach Monas for his father, and we'll get back to that as well. So, uh, so in the Monas HaLevi, which is the name of his sefer, he was a, a Levi, mm. he says, you know why we give Shalach Monas? Haman told Achashverosh, there's a Am Echad, Mefuzurim Afeirah, there's a nation dispersed. They have nothing to do with the Goyim and nothing to do with each other. They're dispersed, scattered, an individual here, an individual over there. So to counter, Haman's Taina was that you didn't have no unity even amongst themselves. So you could break them. They're just a bunch of individuals. To counter his claim, we unite via Shalach Monas to create a... Areos, 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 and a chibur, ava va'achva to add in joy and brotherhood. That's the purpose of the mitzvah. Oh, so the Chassam Sofer is going to say like this: If you go with Reb Shloim El Kabat, it's all about showing goodwill, creating friendship. So if the other guy says I'm okay without it, you'll be yotzer. But if you go with the Trumas Hadeshen, then the guy has to receive it. Now, this is the exact opposite to what the Chamsefer said just before. Just before he said, if it's about the recipient, he could be Michael. If it's about the giver, you have to make sure to give. And here he's flipping it. Well, he's going to explain why. He's going to explain why. He said. say, I mean, that if, if the purpose is that Yidin should be together, then the recipient should feel part of that responsibility to be also part. I'm not to say I don't want it. I hear. If you say I don't want it, then you're breaking the rails. Right, and I would also say the I would say also the Ramos speaks about two cases. In the case where the guy's moichel, he says, "Thank you very much. I have enough laffy taffies to last me for a lifetime," you know. So then he's moichel. But if it, the Ramah said another case, the guy ain't a he slams the door on you. Now, what type of goodwill was fostered there? Good questions. But let's see the Chassam Sefer. 
He says, according to the Truma Sadeshim, we're, we're in number two left column, top line, four words in. According to the Truma Sadeshim, that it's all about making sure people have what to eat, Ulai Loyaspik Loy Sudasa, maybe the other guy doesn't have every, what's he going to eat for dessert? So you send them some good chocolates. So you help him out. Even if the guy has everything he needs, the guy has 500 pounds of meat in the, in the kitchen. He doesn't need the little candy. It could be he has to receive. There's a Gemara in Tainus that he quotes. The Gemara there says that on Yom Kippur, on Tuba of the girls would, would go out in the fields, right? The Bochim are all in Shul Davening, so who's watching? It was during the break, right? It was during the break between... Uh, that's the Raya, there has to be a break, you know? The Rebbe was always Makhbed, there has to be a break. Doesn't matter how long it is, right? Here, what's it, like five minutes over here, right? It's here, right? So, but there, a break dives on, a break dives on. That, that, and the source is, that's when the boys would see the girls dancing. What? 45 minutes. 45 minutes, that's minimum. Pam helped the Bochim on the fast day, giving the Bristol Chayas. Anyhow, but the Vartis, it's the, the, it says that the girls... They would all borrow each other's clothes. Even the wealthiest girl would have to borrow. Why? Because if only the poor are borrowing, it will be noticeable, embarrassing. So in order not to shame anyone, everyone has to. So says the Chsam Seifer, says the Chsam Seifer, in the world of the Trumas Adeshin, why are you sending Shalach Manas? So everyone should have what to eat. But if only those that need are going to accept, it's embarrassing. So therefore, blanket rule, everyone has to accept. So therefore, according to the Truma Sadeshin, even though it's about the recipient, we're not going to say what we said before from the Dorim that the recipient can say, it's like I took it. You have to bring the tainus element, the stalker element, that no, everyone has to receive. And if you don't receive, it doesn't count, like the Prichadosh. The Imkain Kishem She'im Be'emes Ein Loi Deisipukoi Ein Be'michalasoiklum just like if the guy was mamish poor and he was moichel, um, it's not going to help because the fact is he doesn't have his meal. So even if he does have mikol makom, he shouldn't be moichel in order not to embarrass us. But then he says, "Besay from monas haleviksiv laharbas hasholom vareis." It's to, you know I give shalach monas friendship. I thought of you. You think of me? I had you in mind. I bought you this fancy bottle of wine. You know. Opposite to what Haman said. If I sent and I showed my chiba, I'm yoytze. Afopi that is meichel. So says the Chsam Seifer, if you go with the Trumas Adeshen, then the recipient has to receive. Because since it's, it's an Indian of Stoker, everyone has to receive in order not to embarrass the guy that Taka needs. But according to the Monas Halevi, it's not just about giving, it's about showing love, brotherhood, friendship. As long as you demonstrated your goodwill, the guy doesn't have to take it. Oh, so now I understand the nupshat and the prichadosh's kasha. The prichadosh is asking on the Ramah, how does the Ramah know the reason for shalach monas is like shloim el kabat, is just to show goodwill, and therefore the guy could be meichel. Maybe the reason is the true Sadesh and the guy has to receive. The That's the source that I'm lachriya Fine. That's the Chsam Seifer. He's explaining the Prichadosh's kash, but ultimately the Chsam Seifer says he found two reasons for Shalach Monas. If you go with Reb Shloim El Kabatz and the Monas Halevi, it's all about demonstrating goodwill. Then the Ramo is right. The guy doesn't have to receive it. 
But if you go with the true Masadesh and it's about making sure people have what to eat, then there's a blanket rule everyone has to accept. If the guy didn't accept, you have to give your Shalchmanas to somebody else. And that's the Prichadosh. And that's why the Prichadosh wants to know how is the Ramos so sure if the Trumas Hadeshin is right or the Shleim El Kabatz is right. Okay, yeah. Isn't it a little bit inverted? In other words, you are a wealthy man and you want to show them, you don't want to demonstrate goodwill, okay? If I don't accept, you get offended. Oh, so, so that's again, what he asked. So there has to be a. Why well, did you hear that? So. Even if I get a, so I have the responsibility. I must accept. No, so the, otherwise the, I offend you. The answer is, you shouldn't and offend me. But words. even if you do offend me, I already expressed my goodwill. I did my no, obligation. So that's the answer. Part, that, well, I'm, we're talking about my mitzvah here. I have a mitzvah to express goodwill. No, I did the mitzvah. About, you were mentioning about that. Do I have to receive or not receive? Correct. That's what we're talking yes. About. Yes. So I'm saying that I have to receive because if I don't receive, I offend you. So the answer to that is the answer to that is we're dealing now with my mitzvah to give shalach monos. We're not dealing. You that you have your own mitzvah. You'll give shalach to somebody else and Taka by offending me that's against the spirit of Purim but we're not dealing now with your mitzvah Shalach Manas it's my mitzvah and I express my goodwill so now the second part is and what if what if I don't have anything to give in what if words, you have nothing I'm the to give? Man in town Recycling so, so where are you so eating the Purim Suda? Where are you eating? Where are you eating the Purim Suda? I'm waiting for you to send it to me. <laughs> I give you my address. You come join. I'm having the Bachim over. Come join. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mentioned according to the Morgan Avram in the opinion of Rashi, you're only chai if you're making your own meal. If someone's that poor that they're not even making a meal, they could rely on that opinion. And they could rely, but there is an opinion that they don't have to give. Okay, fine. So now we're going to see some fascinating things. Some fascinating things about Shalach Manus. Join me, join me. Join me in number eight. Join, it's put him so we're skipping around. We're doing Venafech a little bit out of order. There was a great Jew that lived in Germany in the times of the Tzemach Tzedek, Rabbi Yaakov Etlinger, who wrote a numerous forum. One of them is the Binyan Sian. Tshuva's the Binyan Sian. He was the teacher of the famous Rab Shamshin Rafal Hirsch. Anyhow, this, uh, the Oruch Lener is known as by his main sefer, this Yankiv Etlinger. He was actually a student of the Shagasariya's son. So he belongs in our Sunday Shudim. Because we have a Shagasariya here too, don't worry. I would, we wouldn't go Sunday without it. And uh, in this sefer Binyan Sian, he says the following. And this is, he says, you know why the Ramah says that if you offer and that person refuses your Yaitzah? It's nothing to do with Shleim al Kabatz and the Sam It's nothing to do with that. It's because it says in the Megillah, Mishloyach Monas. You have to send. By Matonas Levyoinim it says, Matonas. What does Matona mean? Give. What's the difference between giving and sending? To give, there needs to be a recipient. To send, it doesn't have to be a recipient. So says the Binyan Sin, the Ramos, Psak, you don't need a Shleim, it's nothing to do with this whole Sam Sefer. It's very simple. The Ramos learned the word Mishloyach Manas means you just have to send. The person doesn't want, doesn't mean I didn't send, I sent. Matonas Levyonim, the fact that the Megillah uses Matona means the, the, the poor man needs to accept. Shalach Manas was different phraseology, different terminology. But then the Binyan, the Binyan Sin then says, ah, oh, once I realize this, 
I answered a kasha I had since I was very young. The BNC says, for years I was wondering, when you give shalach monas, you give it straight from you to the other person or you give it through a messenger? Drop it in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> you hope there's no one there to say. So we're going to see about giving anonymous shalach monas. We'll see about that. If the person doesn't know who gave, we'll see about that soon. Oh, do you have to give through a shliach? So the Binyan Sian says, since I was young, and I learned the pasuk about shalach monas, I thought, doesn't sending mean you have to send through a mediator? You have to send through a, through a middleman? And he says, I looked through all the paiskim, and I didn't see anybody mention that you have to send through a middleman. And I was wondering, so what do you do with the word shalach, with the word mishloyach? Until I realized, oh, that's why the Ramah uses the word mishloyach to teach you that if you send and the person doesn't want, you're good to go. The word mishloyach has to teach you something. And I was wondering, why doesn't it mean you have to send through a mediary? And I realized, because it means something else. It's a leniency, not a chumrah. It's a leniency that if you sent it and the person didn't want, you still sent it in your yaitzah. He finishes off by saying, however, Ulai maybe, maybe it's good to take a send through a mediary, because it does say the word Mishloyach sending. That's what the Binyan Sin says. Learning the Binyan Sin, what conclusion do you come out with? Really, you could give it directly yourself. That's, that's the halacha. Because <clears throat> the word Mishloyach is teaching me the din of the Ramah, you just have to send. But there's an Indian, you know, he says, Ulai, maybe, L'chadchil, Toiv Yoyse, those are his words. Maybe, L'chadchil, it's better. Look at the Mishnah Brura in number eight. The Mishnah Brura, he says, in number eight, B'tshuva's Binyansi and Simon Memtal, Nistapik, he says, the Binyansi is not sure. Imhevi ba'atzmai ha'monis, if you sent it yourself, V'lo ya'yidei shliach, not through a messenger, are you Yoyse? Kivan dechsiv umishloyach, you gotta send. Neima, I'll tell you, dubain and dafka, we dafka need through a shlichus. The Mishnah Bru quotes the Binyan Sin, as if the Binyan Sin really has a, a question. It's mamash of 50 50 if you're Yoytzeh, if you do it by yourself. It says Mishloyach, you need to send it. So the Tzitz Eliezer, <coughs> Waldenberg, who was one of the greatest Paiskim in Eretz Yisrael, you know, the last couple decades, he's, he's uh, long past. He quotes this Mishnah Bruri and says, wait a second, if you look at the Binyan Sin, he doesn't have a suffolk about this. The Binyan Sin is very clear. <clears throat> you could do it yourself. L'chadchila, maybe it's to send through a shliach. Because really, word mishloyach is teaching you the din of the Ramah, that you just have to send. And the Mishnah Bruri is quoting this mamash as if it's like a 50-50. So the Tzitz Eliezer is unhappy with this uh, Mishnah Bruri. That's not what the Binyan Sin says. Rebavadya Yosef also, for the Sfardim, says not to be machmir like this. Uh, you don't have to send it through a shliach. And made more important for us Ashkenazim, not that it's more important than Vadya Yosef, but as Ashkenazim, um, Reb Shloyme Zalman Orbach, one of the greatest Paiskim in the last generation, even the end, Mamish by Gimel Thomas, some of the last questions they had about the Rebbe, they were, they would, uh, they were calling uh, Shloyme Zalman Orbach about his advice. About the Rebbe's Kazun, because he was a big rov in a hospital there in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, the man was an incredible scholar, unbelievable. Shloyme Zalman Orbach has a sefer Halichis Shloyme, and in it he says, "You don't have to send through an a-, a messenger. Forget about the Binyan Sin. Forget the Mishnah Bruder." And he says, "I'll give you two reasons." He says, "Number one, 
we don't have the right to, to be doirish a word in the pasuk to create a new halacha. What, you think you're a Tana or an Amira? You can say, it says, Mishlayak, so you got to send through an agent. We don't have the right to do that. But then he says, better. According to Shloim El Kabatz, why are you giving Shalach Monis? To demonstrate love and friendship. <laughs> so you do it through somebody else? <laughs> yeah, friendship has to be, you can't send a messenger. You know, it has to come from you. So he says this whole din is antithetical to the entire of Shloim al Kabas. So he really wants to chuck this din out the window. You know, as a, as a, as a slight aside, so to bring it yourself. Bring it bring it yeah. I've been tiny well, sure. You want to connect with more people. Good part is to bring it yourself, and then you also have to do it all. Bring it yourself. Bring it yourself. Yeah, but how many people can you go to? How many people can you go to? It's only one day. So you should the You believe the woman should make her own bracha? You know what? There's a there's a big debate. Someone saved me from drowning. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to send the shvir to that person. Yeah. Yeah. Next door, the person is right here. Thank you. And I know a lot of chabad and other people. The woman. They. I know this was in Tinek. I saw that. It remains a big debate. Thank you so much. The Alter Rebbe writes this. Yes. But but there are a number of things the Alter Rebbe writes to do, but the minig in the Babish is not to do it. There's yes, certain things that the minig in, in Russia just was. He's talking about women making a goyma, like after they give birth or something. I'm just, uh, you know, Yeah. No, when a cut. All right, fine. Point taken. Point taken. No, point taken. Fine. Oh, so you have. So Vadi Yosef says for the Sfaradim not to be machmed. The Tzitz Eliezer says the Mishnah Bruder is taking this way out of proportion, you know? And the Shloim is Amon Arbach, but Chlal said it's antithetical to the whole Shalach Monas, according to the Shloim El Kabatz. Anyhow, but but you do see, the cor- according to the Binyan Sian, he says Mishloyach is really teaching the din of the Ramah. You know why the guy doesn't have to receive? Because all you have to do is send. Fine, fine. Join me. Wait, so what's the halacha, by the way? Wait, 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 wait. First, we discussed. There's a, there was a great man in Baghdad in the times of the, the Reb Marash, Rabbi Yosef Chaim, the Benish Chaim. And amongst in man, his manuscripts was found manuscripts that he wrote a sefer called Torah Lishma, which he claims were Tshuva's responsa from a rabbi many generations ago by the name of Yechezkel Kachli. And the Benish Chai says, I found these old, old manuscripts. It was impossible to read. I did my best. I copied them over so, you know, it could be available for the public. And these are my copies. He says, this Yechezkel Kachli, he lived before the Baal Shem Tev. Doesn't say though. He says in the but those were the years in six. The year he gives 1682. Tough Membez. I don't think he gives a place because his person actually never existed. Um, but he says the year Tough Membez. 
<clears throat> Most believe that there was no such person, Yechezkel Kachli, and this is the Benish Chai's own sefer that he wrote, and he put under a pen name. He put under a pen name. But it's a big debate amongst the Sfadish Gedolim. There were those who tainted that why would he have done that? Oh, because he wanted to do something lishma without his name? Then why does all of the others for him have his name? One sefer doesn't have his name. And more than that, there's many contradictions between this sefer and what he writes in his others for him. So Avadya Yosef deals with this in numerous places. He says the fact is contradictions. No, people contradict themselves in the same drasha, you know. <laughs> Definitely in different svarim, you can say. But uh, it remains a debate to this day. I think most believe the Benish Chai wrote it. Um, others taina that listen, the Benish Chai said it's somebody else. You know, take his word for it. But there's, there's many riots. Historians have found many riots why it, it needs to be the Benish Chai's, because there's certain quotes that are in there that would not have been available to somebody from the year 1682. Anyhow, it's an interesting topic on its own. But in the Sefer Torah Lishma, <coughs> speaks about um, um, artificial insemination. It's one thing. Yeah. And in 1682, that's the Shiloh. No, so that's uh, this, uh, not so fast. It could be there was there was some up-and-coming... Uh, 2,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the, anyhow, but that... That's just one out of a hundred riots. But either way, the, the, um, by the way, Rebavadya Yosef, one of the reasons he got lots of flack when he was younger is he was in Eretz Yisrael, he was 18 years old, and he was giving shiurim and halacha from the Sefer Benish Chai, and he was constantly arguing on the Benish Chai. Avad Yosef was a young man, the Benish Chai was... You know, the greatest of the Sfardim of the previous generation. And Vadya Yosef said, you know, with all due respect, he says, the Benish Chai would paskin like the Arizal against Rabbi Yosef Cairo. The, you know, the Chidor, the Chidor famously said that whenever the Beis Yosef argues on the Arizal, had Rabbi Yosef Cairo himself known what the Arizal said, he himself would have changed his opinion. Rabbi Vadya Yosef vehemently disagrees with this whole, uh, with this whole uh, path against the Chidor, against the Benish Chai. He says, Rabbi Yosef Chai was the be all and end all. And the Arizal argues, it's very nice. The Arizal was a great Kabbalist and everything. But when it comes to Halacha, Halacha, Boskim Kamo Abed Yosef. And that was one of the reasons that he argued on the Benish Chai. And he, he got lots of flack for it. The Sephardic chief rabbi, we spoke about the history of the chief rabbis in a little while ago, the day of the, of the bris. You know, what, I wonder if you know what kind of sunglasses the, the, um, uh, he wore. Those are, no, no, there are, there's only one in the world, there is no replica of that, you know. <laughs> now his kid has it, you know. Famous, I mean, even from the eyes, I'm like that, It's part of the Sephardic, you have to have to wear the, you know, the, no, the, the dark blue and the purple things, and then you can wear the sunglasses. <laughs> Avad Yosef. Anyhow, so he actually, in Avad Yosef, has a sefer where he has all of his critique on the Benish Chai. The chief rabbi of Israel, the Sephardic one, before Avad Yosef, Rabbi Yitzchak Nisim, in the early years, opposed Avad Yosef's audacity. Who does he think he is to come out against the Benish Chai? But Avad Yosef had a teacher who encouraged him to, no, you pass in the way you understand and don't be in a spoil from any, anybody. But uh, either way, the Benish Chai in the Sefer Torah Lishma, 
whether he's just copying from this Cheskel Kachli, or that's just his pen name, he asked the following Shiloh. Today is how many days before Purim? Two days. I want to send someone Shalach Monas in the mail. It's, it's going it's to it's it's get to him on Purim. <coughs> if I send today and it gets him on Purim, and am I or not? <laughs> so says, says the Torah Lishma, it depends. If you go according to the Trumas Adesh and it's all about the person has food, I am ensuring that on Purim he has food. But if it's about showing goodwill, that means on Purim you have a mitzvah to express goodwill. If you send it before on Purim, you're not doing anything. Even if the guy arrives, but you're not doing an action. Just like you have to read the Megillah on Purim, Shalach Manas is a mitzvah on Purim. Who the guy? Oh, oh, who who the guy? Should the Why FedEx guy? guy? So, yeah, Who's the shluchah shalom kamaisa? If you give it to a yid and he's your shliach, then taka. You don't have to read the if you're in a living in a village, but if you're not, if you're not, then you can't. You're not yaitzer. The great hate about sending. Oh, right. Oh, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Torah lishma he says clearly, totally on this the machlekes. If it's about engendering goodwill, which means on Purim you have a mitzvah to show goodwill to, you can't send it before. Then on Purim you're not doing anything. But if it's about ensuring the guy has what to eat, then if it gets on Purim, it's good. So that's another nafkamina. I'll tell you another one before we see some more things inside. The Ksav Seifer. This is a more modern question. Do you have to make it yourself, or can you just buy it and send it? You can just buy it and send it. No problem. A hundred percent. You receive it, though. <clears throat> right. The goodwill you're talking about, when you <clears throat> receive it, you get that goodwill. You received it, but but I have a mitzvah to no, give the to, to express. No, happens at that moment. Okay, I, mean, I hear you. I listen. This is what the Benish Chai says. Um, uh, that's his opinion. I'm just expressing. Yeah, I, I understand. There's room. You You're timing that when you receive it and you know happens. who it came from, the goodwill's created. The goodwill then I am not doing anything. But but the mice Yeah, the mice but the kiyum. In other words, many mitzvahs we differentiate between the action and the fulfillment. When did I have a mitzvah? That's when you got it. No, you also got it. But many mitzvahs we differentiate between the action and the fulfillment. Like we had by Schaefer. That's when the goodwill was created. Well, that's exactly... Well, that's what the Benish Chai said. Exactly. Yeah. Comes the Ksav Seifer. The Ksav Seifer was the son of the Chassam Seifer. The Chassam Seifer, the Moshe Seifer, was in Bratislava, Pressburg. And he had a son. One? No, 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 no. as they come. And uh, he has a son, the Ksav Seifer, Avram Shmuel Binyamin Seifer. When he was actually a kid, he was extremely ill, and the doctors gave up on his life. And the Ksav Seifer worked hard to heal him. He added a name, and the Ksav Seifer then said, I was poil, he should live another 50 years. And he lived exactly, the kid lived 50 years exactly. And the Ksav Seifer, one of the biggest poiskim of his day, took over his father's position in Pressburg. And the Ksav Seifer says, if you give Shalach Manas anonymously, how often, you, you know, you come to your front door and there's a package there. And there's a big card, Simchas Purim, but the, you know, there's no name, there's no name. Was the giver Yaitzah. If you give Shalach Manas and the person doesn't know who gave it, are you Yaitzah? So says the Ksav Seifer, ah, the Ksav Seifer says, listen, I know that my father already spoke about this debate 
of the Truma Sadeshin and the Shloim El Kabatz. And my father linked it to the Ramon, the Prichadosh, if the other guy is Michael. But I'll link it to this question. He says, very simple. If it's about fostering goodwill, the guy has to know who gave it to him. Imagine you give Shalch Monas to your enemy, you want to make peace with him. He doesn't know that you gave it to him, he still hates you. Well, what did you gain? But if it's to ensure the person has what to eat, the person has what to eat. So that's another nafkimina. So uh, let's. Right, right, right. Right. Yes, yes. And neither should know. Neither should know. Right. Right, yeah. Look at number five. Join me in number five. Number five is the statement from Rabbi Akiva Eger on the Shulchan Aruch where he quotes Betude Evan. Who's the Tude Evan? The Shagasari wrote a sefer today, Evan, on some of the Masechtas of Seder Moyed, Megillah amongst them. We, we once said the word of Reb Chaim Brisker. Reb Chaim Brisker said, when the Shagasari was younger, he put out the sefer Shagasari. Then he got older and he moved to Metz in France, and the community took good care of him, and, and life became very comfortable. And the Sfarim he put out then are also great Sfarim, but it doesn't have that dose of magic Edge. that the, 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 the Shagasariya has. Anyhow, that's, that's uh, the Chaim Briskas. Uh, I'm not saying that we all agree with that. But I will say the Nitziv, the Nitziv of Velozhin, once met up with the Rashash, okay, two Litvishes. Rashash was more of a misnagid. The two of them met up. When the Rashash lived in Vilna, he was well-to-do. And the Nitziv struggled financially. But the two of them met up somewhere and they got involved in a, in a debate, the Rashash in one of his big kashas, and the Nitziv off the cuff gave a fantastic answer. And the Rashash says, well, you know, we're both learning a whole day, you know, and Rashash was, was a, a very bright man, obviously. He says, why is it that, you know, I couldn't come up with that and you could? And the Nitziv said, it's, you're living a, a life of leisure and comfort, so, you know. Anyhow, but that, I'm not saying that's my view on the matter at all. You know, the Rebbe in the last Sikh and Pasha's Truma said all Yidin should be, should be Reich, and they'll use the Geld properly, and will only enhance, will only enhance. We, Rabbeinu Tam, Rabbeinu Tam was a wealthy banker. We mentioned this by the alchemy here, that Rabbeinu Tam once was struggling on an issue, and he asked that a big plate of gold should be brought in front of him, and he looked at the gold, he even touched the gold and everything, and it opened up his mind. So, you know, so Chaim uh, Briske you know, can have his take on things. Yochaim Briski himself was an incredible goymel chesed. He gave every penny he had. In Chaim Brisker's house, Reb Chaim Brisker had poor people sleeping on his bed. He slept on the floor. Imagine, the Rav would sleep on the floor and he had poor people. When, before he passed away, he said, he told the Chever Kaddisha, when you write in my Matseva, don't write anything about my learning. Although he was an incredible uh, scholar. Just write Isha Chesed. That's uh, it's mamish. He'll possibly give up his bed. That's uh, the rav from the rabbonim in Europe. Anyhow, so says Betude Evan in Avnei and the Shagasari has the following question. When it, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, look at that. When it comes to Shalach Monas, he sent two two gifts to one person. Matanus Levyanim is one gift to one Ani, one gift to another Ani. 
So you would assume you need to have three people on Purim. One person you give Shalach Manas to, and you have two Evyoinim. One you give one, you give to the other. Or you, or you definitely have two people, but you would think if you want to use one person for both, you would have to give him three gifts. Two for the Shalach Manas, and one for the Matana Levyoinim. Said the Shagasar who said, maybe you take one poor man, you give him two gifts. <coughs> you'll be to the Shalach Manas, and you'll be to one of your Matanas Levyoinim. That's a Shagasar Shiloh. Can you do, can you feed two birds with one spoon? Mistapik is mistapik im shalach beis monas lishon. If you send shalach monas to poor man, im yuchol lechazra matati, can you count it for twice? Lekiyim shalach monas gam ani bechal ishlorei. Of course, you can give shalach monas to a poor man, but because it's poor, maybe you can get matanas levyonim as well. And then vim noisin oid matanalani echad. All you need is to give one more gift to one more poor man, and you're yaitzer. That's the suffix of the Shagasarya. So everybody asks on the Shagasarya, since when could you... Uh, usually, you, yeah, not just... No, this is more than just chavilus, chavilus. That's, you know, you can't make two saitas drink water at one time. Here, you push it with one maise, you want to take care of two responsibilities. You know, some of the place can discuss if Kriyashma of night, B'dayevad, you could do till sunrise. Kriyashma of the day, you could already do from dawn. So if you're between dawn and sunrise, if you say one Kriyashma, can you be Yitzah both mitzvahs, the night Kriyashma and the day Kriyashma? By Megillah as well, the night Megillah you could do till sunrise, and the day Megillah starts from dawn. In theory, you know, you could be Yitzah from dawn. And, and, but, so we have similar Shilas, but usually... <laughs> usually you would assume that uh, different Chiyuvim have to have you can't couple them together. Why would the Shagasari assume that with the same gift you could do Shalach Monas and Matonas Levyonim? Ah! So they say it's very simple. The Shagasari's Suffolk depends on the Trumas Hadeshin and Shloim Okabaswai. According to the Trumas Hadeshin, why are you giving Shalach Monas? It's the same purpose Matonas Levyonim, to make sure people have what to. So according to the Trumas Hadeshin, you can't give two gifts to a poor person and want to and want to check both boxes because you're trying to accomplish two things with one action you want that the same gift should work for Shalach Manas and for Matanas Levyanim it wouldn't work but according to Shlomo Kabbat it's very simple when you give Shalach Manas you don't need the guy to take it for the Shalach Manas element you just have to show goodwill if the guy accepts it that should work for Matanas Levyanim so if you go with Rabbi Shloim al-Kabatz, you could say the following. You give two gifts to the poor man. The fact that you wanted to give it, you showed the goodwill, and you yaitz shalach manas. The fact that he took it will work for matanas levyanim. But if you go with the trumas hadeshen, you can't make this distinction and division. The whole thing is about the person accepting. And you can't use his one acceptance to work for two mitzvahs. Exactly. So they say that this suffix of the, sh- the Shagasari is totally on this debate as well. Now, join me in number seven. In number seven, we have the Be'er Hetev. The Be'er Hetev is a classic commentary in Shulchan Aruch. The author um, passed away just before the Alter Rebbe was born. So he's going back a couple hundred years. And he has a couple dinim about Shalach Manas. Very interesting. A number of questions he quotes. And of course, it's going to depend on the debate of Shloim al Kabatz versus Trumas Adeshin. Says the Be'er Hetev. So first he says, the Maharil, one of the last of the Rishonim, says that if you send flesh, it has to be cooked 
ready to eat. The Maril says the food mamish has to be ready to eat. It can't be raw. Why does the Maril say that? He's going with the Trumas Hadeshin. You're sending him food for the guy's meal, so it has to be ready to eat. If it's just to show goodwill, Fakert, let him make the steak the way he likes. Give him the steak and he'll decide what to do with it. Who said you have to? So sometime this din of the Maril depends on the Trumas Hadeshin and Shlomo Kapan. Because we have refrigeration now, so you can send more chicken because half an hour be ready. In a half hour, it could be ready. Yes, so why is that the fridge? That's because we have an oven. No, I'm saying, I'm saying whatever you want to call. I'm saying we have. Uh, so why not? Just say that since the person has an oven, give it to him raw and he'll cook it for the meal. So it should be always. Yeah. I'm saying so today. Uh, you can be more making and give uh, raw chicken because in a few minutes or an hour it'll be ready. So in the fridge. Your fridge microwave oven. I mean, oven, oven, or microwave. Back in the microwave is poison. All right. So anyways, that's oh. different days. My microwave do not, do not, do not. Also, to use the microwave. Who had in mashka? The Shalom famously says you can have mashka. What? All I want to know is who's sending me hamantas. Tradition rules people. No, fucking now you have to eat, use the luxury of this, the noodles in a salad. Dafka crunchy. It's also now it's dafka. Dafka crunchy. Anyhow, the Shalom says mashka weiter. Oh, so here we go. Here we go. He's gonna listen. He's going to mention a number of Shilas right now. Hashaleach mois ah. What if someone sends money, ksus clothes, kalim, or any items from monas? So says the Berhetev, you should know like this. If they could be sold immediately, to buy for the meal, mahani it works. So the Trumas Hadeshin says it doesn't work. But here he brings, if you're able to sell it right away, it might work. What is this? Not sell it, use it. No, 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 no. Lamachram. No, yeah, how to use it to buy food. No, you're sending money, so you... you oh, you're saying use it as payment. As well, it's the same thing, it's the yeah. same thing. He, he, he says here the word Lamachram, which means yeah, to sell. But that. to exchange it, way, exchange it would be the same right. thing. Ah, so there's a, there was a fellow named Yisrael Veltz. Yisrael Veltz was a rov in Budapest, Hungary, before the Holocaust. And then he moved to Eretz Yisrael, Yushalayim. He wrote a Sefer Divrei Yisrael, and he discussed this issue. Can you send non-food items? So guess what he says? It depends. According to Trumas Hadeshin, you have to send food items. But the guys can't eat uh, the, the corkscrew you're going to send them. You drink the wine. You're sending food for the meal. But according to Shloim El Kabat, it's all about the goodwill. You could send anything. And he says that's why Shloim El Kabat sent his Sefer to Shver on Purim, Shach Monas. Shloim Kabat sent his sefer Monas Halevi to his shver, and they say it was for Shalach Monas on Purim. Says this Rabbi Saul Velt, he's Lishitasai, because he believes it's all about fostering, you know, av of brotherhood and love. So Fakert, instead of sending Lafi Tafi, send the sefer. <laughs> what's funny? Oh, what's, the Ramah. Oh, because the Ramah, the Ramah wrote a, a commentary on Megillah as well, called Mechir Yayin, in exchange of wine. And the story was, it was in Krakow one year, there was a, a plague, there was a, an epidemic, and he and his family were in a nearby city called Shidlov, and it was Purim, and there was mamish nothing. Apparently, the Ramah, Ramah's father was very well, apparently the Ramah didn't even have any food to give his father. So he wrote a commentary in the Megillah called Mechir Yayin, you know, an exchange of wine. 
Because according to the, the Chsam Seifer, the Ramah who says in number one, the guy could be Michael, holds like Shloim El Kabat, it's all about fostering goodwill, right? Well, just like Shloim El Kabat's therefore would hold, you could send the Seifer. So Ramah did the same thing. He sent the Seifer to his father, just like Shloim El Kabat sent to his Shver. So this is what it says in the Seifer Divrei Yisrael. If you're able to send Kalim and other things, depends on the debate. Shloim El Kabat would say, send anything that works. The truth is, there's no mamish food. Now, the truth is, though, even those that say you could send anything, it's only if you could sell it right away for food. Why? Because ultimately, whatever the reason of Shalach Monis is, the takana was food. It has to somehow relate to food. But Shloim HaKabetz would say, if it's anything, but it could also be sold in, in time, that the guy can get food, it's good enough. I have to send food mamish? No, it's only about fostering goodwill. You know, so that's how, that's how we would explain that. Continues the Be'er Hetev. Next. Next line. Nistapakti. We're in number seven. The two lines in Nistapakti. If you sent your friend, what if you send a chicken? Your friend, it's a trefer. There's a hole in the log. Your friend can't eat it. But you had no idea. Vuhula, you had no idea. Oh, more than that, Va'acha, what if your friend ate it? Okay, in this point in this story, the guy ate it, and <laughs> while it was still Purim, he found out it was a trefer. See the safer mutzel me'esh. So people discuss this. What if you send something, turns out to be a trefer? And you know what the Peshkim say? It depends. According to Shloim El Kabatz, you're trying to foster goodwill, you did the best you can. According to Shloim Sadash, the guy has nothing to eat for the meal. Even if he did it, he shouldn't have eaten it. It was treif. <coughs> Next. Oid Nistapakti, another Shiloh. Misha Shalach. So this was the Shiloh we saw before. If you send the Chaveri overseas two monas or two matonas for two of Yonim before Purim, and on Purim Atzmoi Bevadim Agimli, he'll get it. Are Yoytzah or not? Me name do I say, since at the time you sent it, you weren't Chayiv yet, you're not Yoytzah. Or Dilmor maybe given to the Purim Atzmoi, which is the time of the Chayiv. He got it, your Yoytzah. See the Yad Aaron. Shaddai to Noytzah, your Yoytzah. And we mentioned that uh, the Benish Chai discusses as well, not Megabi Matonis Levyonim, Megabi Shalachmonis, because the Benish Chai is talking about Shalachmonis, therefore he depends it on but here, according to the Yad Aaron, he deals with Matanus Avionim as well. The Matanus Avionim definitely, it's not about, it's about the guy receiving, so that makes sense to say as long so as he I gets an umpire. Suppose okay. that the poorest man in town's son is going to have a bar mitzvah on Purim, okay. and he can't afford to give him a tefillin. Can you send him tefillin? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can send, of course you can give no, no. it. I mean, but you also have to <coughs> And the Shalyad and Shalosh should be two minimum, two different types, two. two different types. <coughs> we'll get there in a second. So, uh, this is another Shaila which depends on the debate. And then he finishes off. What if your friend send to your friend dog, a fish, and there's eggs on top? Or a bread, or pan of toiches bebeya. Let's say you send someone a tuna sandwich. Can you be yoitz shalach monas? I sent him bread and tuna. If I would send him a bagel and tuna on the side, I'm yotze. So if I do him a favor and put the tuna inside, I'm not yotze. Yesh l'stapik, I yotze shamach z'mormanas. So over here, <clears throat> but I want to tie this like this. Tak, if you send them separately, 
you would be Yitzah. Once you make it into one sandwich, you have made it into one food. Now, how do you know if it's two foods or one? If you make one bracha or two brachas. I think the one bracha or two brachas, which is just a mushugas, no, it has a place in Shalach Monas, that it'll help you decide if it's two items or one item. For example, a tuna sandwich, or let's say a hot dog in a roll, a bun. Um, Rabbi Marlowe, Tainid, the old rabbi in Crown Heights, if you have a hot dog in a bun, if you're making a mazonis on the bun, then if you're going to have any bite of the hot dog without the bun, you've got to make a shahako on the hot dog. But if in every bite you're going to have eaten both, then you just make the mazonis. So if you're sending something to somebody, if you're only making one brach on it, then you yourself have made it into one food. But if it's still chayv in two brachas, then you could say it's two different monas. So I think maybe that's how the, the two brachas, one bracha has a role in shalach monas. What? But the two brachas is old wives tales. Well, oh, hundred and old wives tales. But, but in the... The shukhrach paskin as well. You can give two pieces of meat. Is it related to the Tumasadash? What? Two brachas related to the No, no, no. No, this is for sure. Hold on, hold on. 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 Really, the Eibishter only wants matonus levyanim. But it's like we saw in the Gemara and Tainus, if you're going to give stocker to the poor and others don't accept, how are the poor going to feel? So the, therefore, there's a mitzvah of shalach monus. Once you have the shalach monus going, it's a cover-up for the matonus levyanim. Whenever someone receives something, ah, it's a shalach monus. Mm. So he says the whole purpose of shalach monus was just to save face of those that are going to accept the matonus of the Avyonim. And that's why in the Megillah, he says he has a kasha. The Megillah says first shalach monus and then matonus levyonim. But the Rambam famously says, better than giving shalach monus, give matonus, it's more important. So why does the Megillah first say shalach monus? You need the Shalach Monas going first to enable the Matonas Levyanim to give the cover up for Matonas. That's what he says. According to which, you could be Mekel. The Shalach Monas, if it's really it's just a technicality, you could, you know, you could always be Mekel. There's another reason of the Aruch HaShulchan, which I have here in number four and number six. I won't read it inside. But the Aruch HaShulchan says, you know why you give Shalach Monas? Simcha. Simcha. It's Kashmak and pleasurable to give. You know, Chassidah speaks about it's a big gift if someone has a, a geschmack in giving. But it does. It's nice to receive. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard, sometimes hard to receive. Sometimes nice to receive. Right. But uh, no, it's nice to receive well, as well. But there's a certain... Si- right, right. But he said it's specifically a simcha. Hashem says, I want you to give Mishalach Manas. It's part of your simcha. It's part of adding your simcha of Purim. And because it's just geschmack. It's very geschmack to give. People you love giving, you know. So therefore, the Aruch HaShulchan says, for example, in number four, he tainas that how could you give shalach monas to a, you know, you give a shalach monas to a gvir? The person doesn't need, you know, maybe give to a poor man. So the Aruch HaShulchan says, what are you mixing up these two mitzvahs for? Shalach monas is not about helping people to have what to eat. Look, if you look at number four, I said we're not going to read it, but I can't hold myself back. <laughs> look at... Uh, 
He, he says, uh, look five, four lines in. In Nehemiah it says in Rosh Hashanah, give monas to ein nochemle, to a poor man. Right, someone doesn't have. Look a line later. That's because in Rosh Hashanah, um, there's no chiv to give. Nehemiah was saying, just, there's poor people around, help him out. It's a mitzvah to give. It's not because of the Trumas Adeshin. It's not. Therefore, Eve, give to a wealthy man. And in number six, he, the same Aruch HaShulchan, he speaks about the case of sending it before. Can you send it a few days before, like we saw everyone discusses? And he says, what do you mean? Look in number six in the fourth line. is because of joy. You should have joy when you give. If you gave it three days before, what joy are you going to have on Purim? The joy already happened. So that's the reason of the Aruch HaShulchan. You, you disagree. Say the fact. Very strange. Oh, so I, hold on. I need, I need, I, hold on. I need to finish this. UPS, you're happy. You're happy. When the guy gets but it. it's not Purim. There's a. So the this is this is this is very rich. The guy's getting you don't know it. All he got is you don't know. Avard from Menachem Zemba, the great God Menachem Zemba. Three days before, all organized, all. Who get, unfortunately was murdered in the Holocaust in the Warsaw Ghetto in 1944. Menachem Zemba said this debate of the Trumas Adeshin and Reb Shloim El Kabat, which has all these nafkeminas, is really a debate in Gemara. Really? Look at number nine. To Gemara Megillah, Rabbi Shimon Bayechai's Talmidim asked him, Mipnei man is clear. Why did the Eibishter allow Homer Gzeir to get off the ground? What did the Yidin do wrong? Amalehem, he said, Imra'atem, you say. Amalehem, because they had Hanor from Achashverish's meal uh, nine years early, in the third year of Achashverish's reign. Nine years earlier. Well, Haman made the thing in the twelfth year of Achashverish. It was nine years earlier when the Yidin had the, the, the meal. So the Rashbi says to his students, here yeah, in Shushan they enjoyed the meal, but but the rest of the Yidin shouldn't be killed. How did Haman's Gzeirah, um, you know, hold sway? How did they allow that? So Amrullah, so now they said, okay, no, now it's your turn. Emirata, you tell us. He said because they bowed down to the Tselem a couple generations before, not too long before, and by Nebuchadnezzar, when he brought the Yidin to Bavel, we had a whole shir about uh, Hanani, Mishal, Vazaria, and the frogs, right? And you all, you didn't like the vart I said there, but too bad. Amrullah, <laughs> so they asked their teacher, Taka, they all did Avodah Zarah? So then maybe they should have been killed. Why did God favor them? Why did they even get off the hook? So Amrullah, he told them, when they bowed down to the Tselem, they didn't mean it. They did it for outwardly appearances. So to Hashem, never planned that we would be killed. It was, the whole thing was a, 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 a scheme, a scam, that it appeared that we would be killed, not that it was actually... But the whole Xavier, right? It was never going to happen. Can you, it was use never, this, can you use the same okay. argument for the crypto Jews during the, the Spanish Inquisition? Sure. Sure, the Rambam wrote about Islam, the, but the only thing is halachically you're not allowed to. Halachically you're supposed to. But if someone does it, it's 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 it's, it's, it's understandable. Yeah, we always say he never meant to. He never meant to. Ah, so yeah, hold on. So Menachem Zember, the great God, said, Ah, if the Talmidim are right that it's all about the Suda, because the Yidden messed up by the meal, so therefore on Purim we have a Suda. Why do we have a Suda on Purim? Not because of the Sudas that Esther made with Haman Achashverosh. It's because of the original Sudah Achashverosh where we have to rectify that meal. And in order to make sure everybody has a good meal, you've got to give Shalach Manus, like the Truma Sadeshim. But if it's like Rashbi said, it's we worship idols, do you know what the antidote to Avodah Zorah is? Unity. Unity. 
as the Medrash famously says, why is it that David failed in some of his wars, and Achav, the rotten king, he did a lot of rotten actions, he was uh, successful. And the Yushami, the Medrash say, in the times of David, there was lots of Lush and horror going on. In the times of Achav, the Yidin, there was Achtos. Right, Avadi the prophet had a hundred prophets uh, that he was hiding and no one told Yezevil about it. Nobody daubed on anybody. And therefore they were protected. So says Menachem Zemba, ah, that's why we would have a Suda. I'm sorry, that's, no, no, I'm sorry, that's why we sent Shalach Manas to increase unity like Shloim al Kabat as an antidote to the Avodah So according to Rashbi's students, it's all about having a suda to rectify the suda of Achashverosh, and Shalch Monas is for the meal, like the Trumas Adeshin. But if it's to, if it's an antidote to the idol worship, then you need to have camaraderie and achdos, and then Shloimah Kabetz is right. Now, between the two reasons here, which is the authentic reason? So the Rebbe, in other words, between Rashbi and his students, so the Rebbe learns in the Sichas and based on others that actually both are true. Without both of these violations of the Yidin, Haman Gzeda would never have taken off. The Avodah element was needed in order that Gzeda should be on the whole world. But uh, that was 50, 60, that was 50 years before, whatever it was. What the clincher was the fact that they enjoyed the Sudan. And the Rebbe is a whole sikha, why then Hanar from the Sudan is what, uh, you know, is what got the Yidin in such trouble. So both reasons, the Rebbe learns in the end, both are true. Rashbi and his students, both reasons are true at the end of the day. Which means that according to Menachem Zemba's Vart, at the end of the day, you need the Trumas Hadeshin yeah. and Shloim El Kabatz. Yeah. So you need food. So that's why the Piskei Tshuvas, the Piskei Tshuvas lives in Yerushalayim. I, yeah. once, actually, I was once in his shul for Shabbos when I was a bachar. I came to his shul to see him. He was away. Instead, I, instead, I heard that there was a Kabbalist that was going to speak between Mincha Meyer, a Kabbalist, who in Yerushalayim, Kabbalist. I sat by the table. I was, this is, I was 16 years old, 15, 16 years old. I sat next to, there's a guy from England sitting next to me. He spoke English. Oh, Machaya, Machaya. You know, somebody said, um, instead of, uh, it was Mamash Machaya. And I spoke to him, he schmoozed. It turns out he was the Kabbalist. They asked him to speak. So he, he, he was the big Kabbalist and he spoke. Anyhow, so I didn't get to meet the Piskei Tshuvas, but I'll call upon him. He tines that he thinks that at the end of the day, he doesn't quote the Rebbe's or Menachem Zemba, but he thinks that since the Truma Sadeshin is a big gun, Shlema Kabatz is a big gun, you should give Shalch Monis in a way that covers all bases. That's what he says. But if you put Menachem Zemba's Vort and the Rebbe's Vort together, it makes a lot of sense, you know, because both the Rashbi and his students are right at the end of the day. Like the Rebbe says, Menachem Zemba says the two reasons of the Trumzadeshin and the Shleim al-Kabatz are based on those opinions in Gemara. So therefore, it's all true at the end of the day. Anyhow, so these are some of the interesting yeah. nafkeminis. Oh, so you said you were going to tell us how you think people made a mistake with I did. I did. I did that by, let's say, a tuna sandwich. If you make the item into one item, which is demonstrated by if you make one brocha or two brochas, if you give an item to someone that you have to make two brochas on, then it's still two different foods. For sure, it's two. Yeah. But if the guy only has to make one brocha, then you just shot yourself in the leg, so to speak. You made it into one food. No, but I understand. No, say the whole 
think there's a misconception? Yeah, that you have to give two members. Yes, 100%, 100%. No, it's not two apples. You can give two apples. You give two apples. Yeah, for sure, you give two apples. But if you're giving a tuna sandwich, you have to make sure the tuna is separate from the bread. You can give two apples. You have to make two separate eggs. No, 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 no. The two brochas is really a fallacy. It's Baba Meisos. It plays a role. If you're making Incredible. a concoction. If you're sending a food ah, that's... Food. Yes. yes. No mucker. If you're sending no a hot dog with a bun. False. 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 You can give two pieces of meat. 100%. 100%. What about Also, you can give it direct. You can give it direct. Okay. Give it direct. So that's also the people make machines. The, the, the Rebbe gave to a messenger, but that it's not respectful right. maybe, yeah, the Rebbe, to give directly. A king, a king doesn't give direct. If they're both right, how do we answer all these nafka minutes? No, no. In other words, no. See, that's the thing. Why? Went through a bunch of situations. Hundred percent. Each one, each one holds their right. The others wrong. And therefore, according to each one, he would say this. He would say that. At the end of the day, we got to cover all our bases. We don't know who's right. So you know, the real question is: when you were in Israel and you're 16 years old, did the rabbi leave because he knew you were showing up? It's like he ran away. I was not any more significant then than I am now. Is the shliach now? The Mishnah Brewer says he doesn't. The Mishnah Brewer makes it very serious. In number eight, the, the Mishnah Brewer, he said, he said it's a suffolk if you're yaitzah. That's very powerful. I thought it was cooler. Even God willing, I see no, tomorrow. No, no, no. Because any mitzvah you could do. The shal is tafka. He said five o'clock. Says Mishloach. Listen, I'm maybe tafka. No, I can't show up. I have a, I have a standing so appointment. Could be at five. five. The Mishnah Brewer writes no, as if it's a fifty-fifty. I'll be there. But listen, that's not a it's not a bottom I'm someone's going to be waiting for that. Shloyma Zavon Orbach says, the court to Shloyma Kamat is anti-set. The whole thing is to, you know, to, to, to brotherhood. Yeah, but it's not the same. It doesn't have the same qualities. It's just the guy himself knocking on the door and giving. But that's coming up in two weeks. It's coming up in two weeks. A Koyan? Yeah. Did you get the? Uh, <laughs> you were still a great rabbi. <laughs> you could still take. I did get that, but you know what? I, I don't. I don't remember anything. Uh, uh, not good faith. What's the word? Brotherhood, goodwill, on the receiver or on only on the, the giver? giver. The giver. Well, only on the giver. That's how. The, meaning these, these to say. Meaning to say, the receiver. That's how everyone we went to receive If the giver knows that the receiver hates a certain. The Chassam Sofer learned in the Ramah. Oh, oh. So and it's not goodwill. Wait, wait, wait. I'm asking, that's why I'm asking. If you send something that you don't eat, but that person does it, can you send Cholavakum? That's what I'm going to ask Cholavakum. No, if you're allergic to peanuts, I'm going to ask Cholavakum. So, what was that? The the Shlomo Kluger discusses, if you send Shalach Monash, Shlomo Kluger asks, to someone who's very ill, and therefore they're allowed to eat treif. Right, yeah, that's a good question. So for, for you, it's nothing. For a pregnant them. woman, so wants says it depends. Do you go after the giver or the receiver? He doesn't quote the Truman Sadesh uh, but he asks Bechlal, is it about the giver or the receiver? So it would be according to the Truman Sadesh, it's all about making sure the person can eat. I'm sending you a bag of sugar. Anyone I get, anyone's clear, has to be able to eat it. Actually, he has a different question. Anyone is clear, he has to be able to eat it. That's the whole point. Not about the goodwill. Yeah, if you send something, guy hates it. Call of Akum, Treif. I know you're going to get it to laugh. We create the goodwill. Let's just say, let's start with the So there is one thing. You covered the goodwill. Not the Sodom, but you covered the goodwill. One of the next guy, two of the positive. 
Yeah. Oh. He's trying to get the. Uh, I don't know. Give him a sack of something. I've gone, by the way, from a vendor. So, that, so that you know the person meant well. So it creates goodwill. You know, Christ Rabbi, you're talking about goodwill, but here's yeah. a Cohen, and he claims to it was at the Beit Hamikdash. So now, the, what about the laws of Kohanim? Does he get extra portions? By Shalach Manus, the Rebbe had a custom to give one to a Kohen, one to a Levi, one to a Yisrael. This custom he likes. Everyone needs to give a Kohen. <laughs> Yeah, 